You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hello, and thank you for listening to this podcast from 24 Hours in the Canyon. Uh, We are super excited that you have registered and uh, decided to join in on listening to this podcast. My name is Ryan Parnell. I'm the event director for 24 Hours in the Canyon, and I also want to introduce my uh, co-host on this podcast, our oncology nurse at the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, Pam McMillan. Hello, I'm so excited that um, 24 hours in the canyon is going to be here before we know it. It's uh, seriously around the corner. It will be here fast. Yes. So um, when someone registers, what do they get? You know, the, the unique thing is um, we provide a lot of things for you as a participant, for you to partake in and experience and in hopes of making your uh, 24 hours in the canyon weekend just unbelievable. Um, so yeah, the, a couple of things that, that you get, um, are, first of all, you get camping on Friday and Saturday nights while camping, uh, is still available. (laughs) So in other words, register early. Well, and and by red, you've already done the first part, you know, Mm -hmm. you've already registered. So we're working on the back end of trying to find places to put everyone, which is always a big Jenga, uh, puzzle. But, um, just know that, um, you know, that provides uh, camping for both Friday and Saturday nights. You also, uh, have access to a dinner on Friday night as well as Saturday night. Um, you also have, uh, access to the Friday night hill climb challenge that is electronic chip time. So, you know, we know your times instantly. Um, and Pam, that, that is a lot of fun that evening because it's crazy. It makes me tired watching those, um, participants go up that hill. Yes, it is. And as so, you know, if you say there's no way I'm doing that, I'm saving my legs for the rest of the 24 hours in the Canyon. We get it. Uh, but what we would ask is that you go up to the hill at the start of it and we cheer everybody on kind of like in the tour de France as they're climbing up to Mont Ventoux or one of these major climbs. Um, it's a pretty steep climb we know. And so it's awesome to have a lot of people up on the hill cheering everybody on. And then of course you get all things 24 hours from noon on Saturday through noon on Sunday. And, uh, that's the rest stops that we have. That's all the support. That's all the things. Um, and then if you're a competitor, you get access to hopefully winning your age group and earning a really cool trophy to take home and, uh, carry on those memories. And of course, hopefully come back and, and, um, uh, defend your title for the next year. But there's, there's so much that you have access to that your registration pays for. Yes. And, and, you know, it's so awesome that that registration comes back to benefit us here at the center. It does. But let's talk about this though, Pam, there's not a lot left over from the registration fee uh, to help with our mission at, at, at the 24 Hours in the Canyon and 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. Um, there's a little bit, but not a lot. And so that's why it's important. We hope that you'll continue to listen to the rest of this podcast because we want to challenge you um, and give you tips and give you the why and help you understand about fundraising. Yes, every dollar matters. Every dollar does. And it's not, it does not have to be complicated. No. It doesn't. And so our mission uh, that we have accepted and take, take you know, serious effect on is uh, we want to be able to provide necessary resources to meet and address the unique needs of cancer survivors. And we want to be able to do that to them at no charge. And so that's why it's important that we have participants. And that's why we have an importance of having participants who fundraise. Absolutely. We couldn't do it. Um, our job here at the center without the help of you that have registered. And, and the, the, the interesting thing and unique thing too, Pam is, is that for most people who participate, 
they'll never see the benefits that we see survivors receiving by way of their fundraising and what goes on at 24 hours. Absolutely. You know, I think a survivor once said, um, this place, cancer broke her, but this place made her whole again. Yeah. So, um, and it's, it's things like that that just, it, it moves me and makes me want to do more. Absolutely. And so, again, we want to challenge you guys uh, to, to take to heart and learn about, we're going to talk to you about the why, and learn about what we do with your fundraising that goes on. So Pam, let's start with this. I'm going to, I'm going to let you talk about what is a survivor. Right. A survivor is anybody that's ever heard those words. You had cancer, um, you know, from the moment of diagnosis through life. Um, sometimes we think we have this magic five-year number, but it's anyone ever diagnosed can, um, use our facilities and um, not only them, but also their um, caregivers, family um, yeah. loved ones. Yeah. It's not exclusive. It's not exclusive to a certain type of cancer or an age or uh, someone who has been treated at a certain place. We are, as we like to say, treatment agnostic. Um, we just want to help you. If you live in the 26 counties of the Texas Panhandle, and if you're not from uh, around here, you're from out of state or you're from out of town, we basically provide services for anyone who lives in the entire Texas Panhandle, right. almost all the way down to Lubbock. Right. And then, you know, that those that are not in our region can utilize our stuff online. Yes, and so that's pretty cool, too. And you know what's even neat, too, Pam? There's been instances where someone has reached out and we've been able to contact, put them in touch with our counselor. Um, that's a phone call, you know, or put them in touch with our dietitian. Um, and you're right. We have about 400 classes on our online YouTube library, um, as well as our weekly podcast that we've been doing covering cancer's topics. Right. But, you know, um, whenever somebody's diagnosed with cancer and um, it doesn't stop there. You know, treatment happens and they have side effects. And some of those side effects may come and go, but some of them may last um, their lifetime. And so that's really why we're here. That's um, We want to give them a new life um, so that they can feel better about themselves. That's right. And you talk about certain things. Um, let's just touch on some of those side effects that um, I know that we have kind of described it sometimes as the gift that keeps on giving that you don't want to open. Right. That's like neuropathy, the uh, tingling and numbness in your hands and feet. We have balance issues, anxiety, depression, insomnia, loss of bone density, and body in image concerns, and loss of sexual function, fatigue, survivor guilt. And I'm sure there's a lot more that we didn't yeah. mention. Yeah. And, and that's really what we started the Survivorship Center to do was to come alongside. We don't treat, let's make that clear, we don't provide treatment here. Uh, we come alongside um, the, the, the survivors while they're in treatment and then after treatment, and we really support them from all aspects, right. physically, emotionally, mentally. We really try to focus on the entire survivor with resources. And there's a lot of times that um, we don't have that resource, but we find it. That's right. And, you know, the, the beauty of this is that... Um, it's no charge to the patients. Yeah. Cancer treatment is expensive. It is. Um, you know, and this is just a burden that's they don't have to worry about. How am I going to pay for this or that? Um, they get to see the benefits of all the classes. But let's start with our health and wellness classes. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, with health and wellness, sometimes um, you think about like running on the treadmill or you think about all these things. But these classes are specifically 
designed with cancer survivors in mind. So many times they're fatigued. They're just wiped out. Uh, you know, chemotherapy is a wonderful, terrible drug, and um, it you know, oftentimes does its does its job, but it really takes a lot out of the, the survivors when they're done with their treatments as well. And so we take uh, an, an approach with our wellness classes to build them back up. So we have classes like water exercise, Zumba. Um, we have yoga. We have Tai Chi. We have a, a balance class because they, they definitely need help with their balance. Uh, and we also have a walking group and then we have a few others, you know, uh, sprinkled in that are, um, wellness classes, exercise classes, but they're not quite called exercise classes. Right. right. You know, we take a stroll through the botanical gardens and after hike in Polydor Canyon. <laughs> yeah. And after you know it, you've done a fun activity and you've been outside walking and, and getting in some exercise. Getting them up and getting them active is so important. Yeah. And that's what we really focus on with those is because we, we, we're not worried about, right? Training someone to run a marathon or, or ride a bike for or ride a bike for 24 <laughs> hours. Although we have survivors who do that, absolutely. but we, we really focus in on, on taking them where they are. And as I always like to describe moving the ball down the field, right. um, Pam, let's talk about our counseling services that we offer, you know, um, chemotherapy, um, and the diagnosis can take a mental toll on anybody and especially the patient, but also the caregiver and their families. So we have one-on-one counseling, um, we have support group. We also know that um, diet can be difficult going through treatment. So we have mm-hmm. a dietitian who can meet with them one-on-one um, that they can, you know, express their needs, concerns, um, if they're having difficulties, you know, while they're going through treatment, maybe they can't swallow or the taste is funny. Um, our dietitians can really help with that. Yeah. There's, we, and, and all of our instructors are specially trained in working with cancer survivors. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's phenomenal the, the what we're uh, able to do and pull together. You know, let's talk about our support groups. We have an adult support group uh, that meets twice a month, and uh, we are just now starting a grief support group. Yes. And so we, we know that survivors um, thrive in community, and we give them those opportunities to be a part of a community. Yes, it's finding that right community that you can connect with um, and knowing that you're not alone. Yeah. And then, you know, here's what I want. I want you to talk about this next one is our oncology massage therapy. You know, I think it's probably the best 30 minutes um, someone can do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Melanie is um, specially trained in oncology massage. Um, she not only does 30-minute chair massages here at the center, but she's also at the two local cancer centers for infusional massages. We know that chemotherapy can take some time to infuse, and so that just gives them a time to relax and maybe um, get their mind off of what they're going through at the center. Yeah. So, and she's very calming. Oh yeah. And you know, um, we, we talk often about self-care and how important it is. And I know many of you listening, self-care to you is going mountain biking for an hour or two or going on a long, uh, road ride. Um, self-care to, the, to survivors uh, is little increments of things like that, like getting a massage, um, de-stressing and doing those things. Yes. And, you know, the last but or not least, not we have one more thing to cover before um, we get to the end, but our fun activities. Yeah, I these know. Are my, these are probably my favorite things that we do here at this center because, um, one, they are free of charge. Two, it gives them um, a mental escape. 
And three, it's probably something that they would have never tried yeah. before. Or maybe not had access to do before. Right. You know, there's some things that we help them do that they just would never have the ability to do. Right. And the other cool thing about it is this is, and this is something that we talk about kind of internally, um, is that, you know, there's the, there's the two words, right. That, that tends to float around at cancer fundraisers is cancer sucks. Mm -hmm. And we always like to kind of say, but survivorship shouldn't, right. you know? And so we try to make it, we try to make it fun. And so, uh, you mentioned one a second ago about hikes in Paladero Canyon. We do take survivors to the lighthouse. Um, we do several different hikes. We do full moon hikes down there. Uh, the park is such wonderful, um, guests to help us with some of those. Um, some of the other things, Pam, we do is, um, we take survivors fly fishing and that's one of my favorite ones because I love to, to, to do that and then see others that are going, there's no way I would have ever, I don't even know how to do that. I don't want to go buy the equipment. We take care of it all. Right. It's something that they would have never tried, but it's also can be very therapeutic for some of the survivors. Yes, absolutely. Um, one of my favorite or one um, is the flower arrangement class um, where we get to go to um, a local flower shop and the florist um, teaches us how to make an arrangement. And mm -hmm. um, many of you may not know that while you're going through treatment, your uh, blood counts may be so low that you um, shouldn't be around flesh, fresh flowers. So um, it gives them an opportunity to make a, a beautiful flower arrangement and who doesn't love flowers. Yeah. And the other one that I really liked um, is the glass blowing, um, which was very unique. Um, I've never done it. And to see the survivors um, enjoy that evening, there was lots of laughs, um, you know, just in awe of what the the gentleman taught us that evening yeah. so yeah you know we do other classes like painting classes where they learn painting and, and are able to take home their painting um we've got lots of things planned um like a cookie de decorating class you know it's not all about exercising although that's important it's also about having fun and, you know, uh, the, a couple of other things that we do is, um, just some gatherings that we have where we have soups and we have bingo and a variety of things like that. But here's one thing I really want to talk about really quickly before the last section is what Pam does primarily here at the survivorship center is something that you can look forward to as a participant. And I really want you to focus and think about, the start of the event. It's really stressful. It's crazy. It's, you know, down to the wire. And there's a, some guy up there making a lot of announcements. <laughs> and I mean, there's all kinds of things going on. But when the three, two, one happens, and the countdown is down to one, and, and everybody starts, as you come out of the parking lot and make a left hand turn, Pam, what are they going to see? They're going to see um, a row of survivors cheering them on as you ride um, away to start the race. Yeah, And it's so touching because um, the survivors truly want to thank you for riding and raising funds for us to be able to do the things that they can enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. It's very emotional. Uh, very is not a good description. It's incredibly emotional. Um, I get kind of chills just thinking about it when we talk about it. And the start is just, it's amazing because there's this overwhelming sense of gratitude and this overwhelming sense of, I get it. I'm here doing this for you. And they're there thanking you for being here. And, and lots of cowbells ringing yeah. and making some noise. Yeah. So, so don't that, miss out on that. Don't miss out on the start. If you listen, if you're a teammate and you know that you're not riding the start, I would encourage you to still come to the start. 
you'll have plenty of time um, to be there. And who knows, you know, maybe if, if on the road you say, listen, you, you're going to do two laps on the road so that I can be at the start. Uh, it's, 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 I think it's that important, but, but Pam, the last thing I want to talk about with, with you and our, our listeners is let's tell them the other most important piece that goes on here at the center. And that's what you do for survivors. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, when you get diagnosed, you get lots and lots of information and it can become very overwhelming. Sometimes um, patients have access to a nurse navigator that at the beginning of treatment where they um, help them navigate their journey through their um cancer. But at the end, it's kind of like the uh, physicians may say, okay, see you back in three months. And that's where our survivors struggle. Um, I think reality kind of hits like, oh my gosh, I've been through what? I did this. Um, So what I can provide is a treatment summary, which um, is a condensed version of their medical records that can um, list out their diagnosis, what they received, what kind of treatment, if they had chemotherapy, um, radiation, and then also So the national guidelines. The next part is the survivorship care plan. It can be lengthy, but it talks about, um, you know, their treatment, what kind of side effects they may deal with now and maybe even in the future. And then um, the importance of staying up to date with their screenings um, and then ways that they can live healthier and ways to combat like the fatigue or the stress or anxiety of going to scans. So there's lots and lots of information, um, and it's so beneficial for patients to get that information um, so that they can not only share it with their healthcare provider but also their family. Yeah, I think that you said it best. It's kind of navigation on the back end. I know a lot of times in those um, sit-down appointments, uh, that's where a lot of things, you know, kind of the proverbial splinter um, festering to the top. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, you're right. I do need to speak with the dietitian. And I, I probably ought to speak to the counselor. And not not in any kind of negative fashion, but it's like that's honestly, I think, a lot of times where the healing begins post-treatment. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're just lost and they need answers and they want to make sure that these feelings that they have are normal. Yeah. So um, I can help them redirect them if they need to, to go back to their physicians. So lots of education um, here and that, you know, I encourage everybody to get a treatment summary. If you know someone, encourage them to get one. That's right. That's right. You know, um, this is just a quick synopsis of what goes on at the center. I know there's things that we've missed that, that are important, but just know that every dollar that, that is raised, because it's important to know this, every dollar that's raised goes right back into these programs and activities that we talked about and by far did not touch on all of them, uh, but to, that it's entirely complementary to the folks that need it most. Yes. So so cool. Yeah, it is. So rest assured you, this, that's what I want the point to get across to you guys is that, um, because next we're going to talk about how to fundraise. And so by knowing what you're fundraising for, gives you a better, hopefully gives you a better perspective and to know more about the why. So thank you, Pam, uh, for what you do for our survivors here at the center and, uh, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to beyond the ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.org.